0: Hello, and welcome to the Moncast. I am the Grinch that stole Christmas. And I am the Binch that stole your man. And this episode is coming out way after Christmas, so those jokes are no longer relevant.
1: We're recording it like two days before Christmas, so we're feeling pretty festive.
0: So, what's the current score? The current score is 5 4 to Pokemon, and this time we're discussing the 10th episodes the Captive Digimon and the Chikorita Rescue. With the captive Digimon,
1: I was about to say, is that the Digimon one? Digimon, 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 Digimon. This episode starts out with Ty staring out of his um, classroom window at some rain. He really wants to go save Agumon, but he has to be in class because he's a child. What a dumb child! He's a dumb child.
0: He can't do maths.
1: Well, to be fair, like maths is no one needs maths. Who needs to count to things?
0: It was some pretty advanced maths with integration involved, which is calculus. I can't remember it. And I did lots of maths. I have A-levels in maths and further maths. And even I can't remember what integration does.
1: That that kind of clashes with my brand, so I don't really do it. What's your brand? Lazy and sleepy. It's kind of my brand.
0: You're too lazy to come up with different things to be your brand. So you just have two very similar things. So Ty is sad because his pet dinosaur has been kidnapped.
1: Pretty much, yeah. But he has childhood commitments because he's a child. It then cuts to... After the class and everybody huddles to the computer room where we get one of the first of many jokes in this episode, which I, for some reason in this episode, I really lock onto the jokes. So brace yourself for this. So David says they were late because he had a hair appointment, but he was looking in the mirror and he figured out that his hair was already perfect. Then TK says he was looking in the mirror for an hour. This isn't funny. The root of the problem for me with O2, like if I could point at one thing and it's no one ever seems super into the idea of the, the adventure. Like, you want the kids to be so excited to go and save the digital world and fight Ken and everything. But instead we get a kid struggling about a tomato for ages and holding everybody up. And then we get this joke with a kid being all like, Oh, I've got a hair appointment and I stared in the mirror for an hour. So that's not a good joke, writers. I get the joke you were going for, but that retroactively damages davis as a person that makes us go oh so the kid who is the most hype about going to the digital world would rather go and look at himself in the mirror for an hour that's vanity and davis has never been one for vanity like he humiliated himself in front of the emperor because he knew it was a way to save his friends he's not someone who's gonna be so focused on his appearance it's also why i think that his outfit in the digital world is so out there it's got like a flaming jacket he just wants adventure So this joke that they've written in, in the dub, and it's only in the dub. I watched this episode again in Japanese because I wanted to just doubly make sure. Well, I watched segments of it in Japanese. I wanted to just make sure about a couple of things. But yeah, it just seems so against his character to be like, I was looking in the mirror for an hour. It's like, that's not Davis. Davis is kicking down the door, running at the computer with his hand out, running into the computer, being like, put me in the digital world now. That's who he is as a character. But they had to write this joke and it doesn't make sense or do anything. i just i find it frustrating also the animation in this episode is kind of really weird they look like animatronics or something
0: i literally have a note that just says davis has a dumb face
1: yeah like in this little bit
0: he has a dumb face
1: it just seems really weird like not just them but like kari and tk2 in this little shot where they're all stood they just look so out of place and like weird animatronics that can't quite move properly
0: i mean they always kind of seem like that just stood stationary
1: I think it's just the animation, but they could have made the poses a little bit more dynamic as opposed to three people that stood there, like T-posing almost. Okay, and then Davis asks where Yoli is, and Izzy says that she's cleaning her glasses. And Davis says that could take hours. And like, yep, it's another joke that she's cleaning her glasses, she could be taking hours. They didn't need this, and I'll talk about it later on, but I have some real problems with what they did with Yoli in this episode. So... They go out to find her and she's outside the door. She comes in sounding sad. And then Ty tells her, honestly, like, look, if you're not up for it, then stay here. Like, First, he gets a bit annoyed at her. But then he's like, you know, I don't want you going to risk your life if you're not feeling OK. I'd rather you stay here and be safe than not be 100% and go and put your life in danger because that is you, you are then more of a hindrance than a help, which I completely get. And I think that's a, a, that's a justifiable view that you know he really wants to go and save his friend, but he'd rather not have people coming along if they're not going to be at their best. But then we get more jokes, which is TK saying that she could do his math homework for him if she doesn't want to go. And then Davis says the same thing. And Cody's like, well, my kendo sticks could use polishing. I'm like, don't do this. Don't add these jokes about homework and stuff you could have just said supportive things to her in the actual version Yoli is having confidence issues and she doesn't feel like she's a valued member of the team why don't you have that happen in this episode and then have the kids giving her some support and being like that's fine if you don't want to go we'd really like you to go but if you don't want to go then stay then stay here be our eyes and ears on the screen like izzy does but now they had to add some jokes about her doing homework for them yay
0: I don't think they even explain why she's feeling this way in the dub.
1: No, they don't at all. Even later on when she's cleaning her glasses. I've got another bit there. I get angry about that as well. This episode has a little subplot about Yoli and being really self-conscious about herself. But they take that out all for cleaning glasses jokes. And it's just, it makes me mad. So everyone goes to the digital world apart from Yoli and Izzy. And then we cut to the interesting parts of the episode where we've got Ken, who is now fully in the digital world. He's called the Digimon Emperor. I'm going to call him Ken or Kenneth. Or Kenny. That was one of the good jokes in this episode was uh, when he's like, call me the Digimon Emperor. And then Davis is like, oh, you don't want Kenny or Kenneth. I like Kenneth. So he's going to be called Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth is thinking about the Dark Ring and how it, it failed on Andromon and Greymon, who were both ultimate levels. So we get a little bit of flashback to those times when it's failed on them. Cuts back to the kids who are talking to Tentomon, And there's uh, lots of jokes about him having a tree. And the entire set of exchanges here kind of feel really clunky for some
0: reason. I mean, it's kind of always clunky.
1: Yeah, but this is where they're all stood there having conversations, but it's not like they're all having a group conversation. They've all started, like, Cody's talking to Armadillo, man, and they have a little exchange.
0: Cody trying to be angry is bad because the voice actor's just awful at it.
1: I just feel like this entire bit where they're in here and the jokes about the tree and stuff, it kind of, it feels really clunky and not interesting. They're just tiny little comments that don't really do anything. So then it cuts back to Kenneth who's talking to Greymon and he tries to make Greymon evolve again and he becomes Skull Greymon instead of what he wanted it to be. And then Skull Greymon tries breaking out of prison. And I really like this side of the story. It's, it's Kenneth's using the Dark Ring and seeing what he can get out of the Dark Ring and pushing it to its limit. So he's got Skull Greymon going nuts and trying to break out of prison. And then once the energy is spent, goes down to Greymon. This is important because later on it he goes down to Argumon Immediately when Skull Greymon becomes Greymon again, Kenneth makes him evolve into Skull Greymon again. 'cause he's trying it again and then he's testing the ring and on his screen he's got like readouts from the Dark Ring and stuff from what what its signatures are and stuff. I really like this. I like how he's been shown something that fails and it matches really well with his character. He doesn't like failure because one time Davis grazed his knee and then he tried to kill all his friends. Pretty much. That's Kenjamin for us. That's who he is as a person.
0: Wait, did you just say Kenjamin?
1: Kenjamin, yeah.
0: Carry on. <laughs>
1: So he's created something that isn't working to his specification. So he's obviously hating that. So he's come up with a, essentially a set of trials where he's going to test it to the limit and see what he can get out of it and then push it further and, and develop it, which is really cool. But in doing that, he takes the strongest one he can find and just tortures it, basically. I really like what he's doing in this episode.
0: I really like cult this stuff as well because it's such cliche, evil villain, mad scientist stuff that he's doing. They're just really taking it to the extreme just doing it all with Kenneth.
1: Like he's got this giant underground dome prison that he's got Graham on in and involves him and keeps trying to break out and he's got backup plans like the walls when they break it's got electric there and it stops him. It's just really cool. I like it. He's a good evil villain now he's gone full villain in the digital world he's he's quite cool i don't really like real world ken because he's a bit like simpering evil creepy weirdo but people seem to still like him i like him when he is just fully crazy and and doing all this bad stuff so it cuts to the kids again, and there's a Woodmon who appears at the ground, Then Flamedermon's there, and defeats Woodmon, and then also defeats Dark Spire. And I say to myself, we've had episodes where that's all that happens, where they find a Dark Spire, an evil Digimon appears, and they defeat the Digimon and the Dark Spire. But they did it in 20 seconds, and they didn't even have evolutions for a so I appreciate it.
0: I know, I kind of love this bit because they basically just do a full episode in 20 seconds and woodmon's great he just turns up like i cannot be defeated hey you've been defeated
1: and then when they're just walking away and woodmon's under the dark spire he's
0: like nope it's really heavy
1: could you use some help here and he's just like slowly falling into the sand i love it
0: and the kids are just like lol no we're gonna let you die over there
1: you weren't the one in control there but now you're in control i guess i'm just gonna ignore you and let you die
0: we've done our job now you die
1: Okay, and then we get to... I've got a lot to talk about next because it's the Yoli in the bathroom scene. So, she says that she's cleaned her glasses three times already and then she picks up her device and talks into it like it's a communicator. And then she says, probably don't want to talk to her after how she's been today. So, like I said earlier, in the original Japanese version of this episode she's having confidence issues she's feeling unsure of herself she lacks confidence she doesn't feel like she's going to be a good member of the team what she's doing when she picks up the digivice is not talking into it she's mimicking the digiport opened thing that they do when they go to the digital world because she feels like she can't do that because she doesn't feel confident enough in herself and i wish they had kept all of this in but instead what we've been given is that she likes to clean her glasses and that's what she wants to do instead of going to digital world so instead like jumping to the end of the episode where she appears in a rail car we don't really have any reason why she's sad this episode she's just kind of sad and then she cleans her glasses and then she goes to the digital world as opposed to in the original version. And I know we don't compare the dub to the uh, Japanese version, but I feel like it's important for this thing where the dub has taken a really important element from this episode. If we had kept this in this episode could have been an eight because it's given us a little bit of time with yoli not too much but just enough for us to see that she's having some problems some really good time with ken the the main kids doing their stuff uh, it's 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 fine i mean they do an episode in 20 seconds like it's it's fine that would have been an eight but because they've taken the yoli stuff out and they've given us so many jokes about her needing to clean her glasses it jumps down to like a five six and i feel like that's really detrimental to an episode which itself is really good it's It's like a small sub arc where he's taking his dark ring and advancing it into a dark spiral. But yeah, so they put these glasses and homework jokes in and then even at the end, she says to herself, you know, she's got to get tough. And then there's an animation where what all she's done is she's got her glasses and pushed them up her face. But in the dub, they make her go, oops, I missed a spot. So she's just decided that she needs to step up and be more confident with herself and she wants to go and help everybody. But they're going to just stick another glasses cleaning joke in there. And it's like, just let the kids show actual emotions instead of leaving them really bland. They've taken all the bits that would have given us really nice character moments for these kids and turned them into pun fests and jokes. And it's just taken all of the niceness out of each character and turned them into these really pale versions of them. Makes them so boring. So boring.
0: I'm just hoping that in later episodes i will at least refer back to this and explain it because if they never do i'll be sad
1: she just doesn't feel super confident with herself she's just very confident helping everybody else and even at the end when she's like you know what no i've got to step up everyone else has managed to do what i can do it and then she goes off and helps people she brings along matt who helps them matt helps fix ty basically because this entire episode ty kind of mimics his problems from the first season a little bit in this episode where he uh, gets a bit mean because there's problems and they need to fix them. And instead of being rational about it, he lashes out and he gets a bit mean towards Yoli. And then anytime anybody else says anything about not really being able to help, he gets aggressive at them. But then Matt appears and then punches him and that fixes stuff, which I kind of am okay with because it's more that Matt's just knocking sense into him. Like he's snapping Ty out of his weird mind of we've got to go and save him right now because um, Agumon's in trouble and we need to go and save him which I like and Yoli facilitated that by going oh Matt you can help let's go and find the others and help see what we can do to help them save Agumon but we just get a lot of that taken out
0: for the sake of jokes do you have anything you wanted to say no I think they just handled Yoli really badly in this whole episode
1: yeah I I agree so she finds Izzy in the computer room and asks to help out. Izzy says that Tentamon's found them Agumon's signal or something in Railtown. So she sits down and says, how can I help? And then Izzy's like, you could tell them that he's in Railtown. And it's like, oh, so what she did there was completely inconsequential. She just stopped Izzy typing, but her herself started typing. But I guess that's cool. Then we cut to Ken, Jimin, and he's... Still testing out the Dark Ring, Graymon is now so worn out that when he devolves he devolves to Argamon, which I think is really cool, and this is when Ken decides that he needs to change the shape of the ring to make it stronger, we don't see what it is yet but this is where he's like oh i know what i can do if i change this thing and this thing and this thing it can uh, make it better so the kids now arrive in Whale town where argumon is supposed to be and they start looking for him and then it cuts to wormon and i like this scene as well because wormon's such a background character who's always been beaten up and stuff wormon breaks argumon's dark ring and then leaves letting argumon escape so argumon wakes up and runs away and this is when ken creates the dark spiral and we see it form on the screen so the kids are searching for argumon and then suddenly he just rolls up on a train for some reason but then he can't stop the train so then gatamon's got to pull a lever to move the train to a place with a a buffer he could have just been there you know he could have come out of the tunnel himself but no he's got to come out on a train so where did he get the train from how does he know how to drive a train
0: clearly doesn't because he can't even stop it
1: okay but how do you know to start it and how did gatamon know that she's got to pull a lever to to move the train
0: it's a train it's more dramatic than Agumon just walking out And also explains how Agumon got a bit of distance between him and Ken. I suppose, yeah.
1: Ken doesn't see them until they're walking away. And then he's like, oh, they have Agumon. Then the next scene, he's stood on top of the thing. So it's not too far away.
0: Yeah, he can just sort of go anywhere, really.
1: So they find Agumon. And then Ty says that they should leave and recoup their strength, even though Davis wants to fight. And then Ty's like, no, it's okay. We'll go and get ourselves back into perfect health and then we'll come back and beat Ken up and they was like yeah I'll do that. So Ken is mad that Agumon's escaped and Wormon offers himself up for Ken's experiments and I feel really sorry for Wormon all he wants to do is help Ken and make Ken feel important and like make Ken succeed. Wormon's like I know he's doing evil but I love him so much that I will gladly let myself be tortured just to make him happy, which is really sad.
0: Wormon's really neglected.
1: I like Wormmon. But Ken laughs at him and jokes that he would turn into a scary butterfly and that he's useless because Wormmon's a silkworm or something like that. But he'll turn into some sort of flying thing and it'll be useless. He then spots the kids on a screen and goes off to meet them. Ken then summons a bunch of. Did you want to fight the kids?
0: And Cody fights back by throwing a stick at Ken.
1: <laughs> he does for no reason and it doesn't do anything.
0: Nope, because it's a stick.
1: And then we get the evolutions, which are v evolves into Flamedramon, and then they have a little conversation between Cody and Armadillamon, and then Armadillamon evolves. They both fight for like two seconds, then Patamon and Gatamon evolve, and they have a split screen at the start of them Digi-Armor energising, and then instead of doing them both two-screen, they have to just drag those evolutions out a bit longer, so they do all of Gatamon's first, and then Patamon's. Yeah. And then they're fighting. Agumon runs up to fight Ken for
0: some reason. Because he's stupid.
1: So Ken throws a dark spiral on him and Agumon turns evil and Ken evolves him. And then he evolves like all the way up to Metal Greymon except it's the virus type. So he's not orange. He's now that weird pale blue. Which is cool. I really like it. In the lore to make Greymon stronger it replaces parts of its body with metal and stuff. But then its body starts to rot which is why it's gone blue and falling apart.
0: He's blue in the Digimon World game as well.
1: And then it becomes Machinedramon in the end. So that's supposed to be that their evolution is like Agumon Greymon, Machine Greymon, Machinedramon.
0: So they have a token fight against Metal MetalGreymon where they're like, oh, we don't want to hurt him. Yeah,
1: even though Metal Greymon, like, wipes the floor with them.
0: We don't want these armoured Digimon to hurt this ultimate level Digimon. That's bigger than all of them put together.
1: So, Davis is dragging Ty away because Ty's running at Metal Greymon, and then he, like, swipes with his claw, and if Ty didn't get moved out the way, Ty would have been killed. Pegasusmon and Nefertimon tie Metal Greymon up with their, like, lasso of light or whatever it is. The golden noose. It shouldn't be called a golden noose because a noose is what you use to hang people. Real grim there. Also, they have a joint move, which we've never seen before and we'll never see again.
0: It's, it's something to do with light and hope and the thing that they have. That's not how it works. But they have Anjumon and Anjumon, which go together. So they have the kind of symmetry, I guess.
1: They don't. One's a pig with wings and one's a cat.
0: They both become angel horse things.
1: I think you find one is a weird dog and one is a pig with wings. They become a cat and a man. The cat becomes a woman. The man becomes a man in armour. The woman becomes either a dragon or another woman. And the man becomes even more armour. Or a dragon dog?
0: Yeah, but... Angemon and Anjumon are like a pairing because Anjumon's got the strength of an ultimate or something. So they do go together. Like, Patamon's always had, from champion upwards, it's like a level higher strength. Bokeh. Have you not heard that? No. Well, I've, I think I've heard it, but I haven't seen it. I mean, that's kind of why Angemon and Magna Angemon have always been the trump cards in the first series. I guess. I wish they could use them again instead of nerfing them,
1: making them become horses. Horse-eye. That's what TK wants.
0: Look at my horse. My horse is amazing.
1: Give him a lick. He chased just like raisins. Okay, no, but, you know, TK's like, I had a Digimon that became a man who could open gates to parallel dimensions and push things through. Now he is a horse.
0: He's a horse that can tie things up.
1: So they get defeated by Metal Greymon and they all devolve because they fire one missile and it attacks Armadillamon and Flamedamon and then in the next scene when you see the kids they all stood there and all the Digimon to stood right next to each other as they devolve and it's like so convenient because they didn't want to animate more than one shot of the kids so Metal Greymon breaks out of the, the noose and blasts Digimon and then Ken laughs and then runs away with Graymon and is just destroying stuff as they go away and Ken's like yes this is the ultimate killing machine
0: this is exactly what I wanted. One thing I do want to say is that there's some really cool transitions with smoke going over the screen which look awesome. I like when things have interesting transitions.
1: So then Yoli and Matt appear at the end and they get told about everything that's happened. Matt punches Ty, Ty thinks Matt because punching fixes
0: everything. Yes it does.
1: So, Matt says that they need to fight Agumon at full strength, as that's what Agumon would want. And then the kids all set off in a minecart to find Agumon. And then the episode ends.
0: It's a nice bit of DigiWorld weirdness, though, because the minecart has a sail. Any more notes? One thing I do actually want to talk about is do you think that Ken can just brute force Digivolve like any Digimon?
1: I think if he's got the Dark Spire, or the Dark Spiral, sorry, he can.
0: Yeah, because it's just not really. Brought up how he can just make Agumon digivolve.
1: Well, Izzy's done it before, he did it with Tentamon. In Tentamon's episode, he, he made Tentamon evolve into Kabuterimon by programming.
0: Yeah, but that was also his digivice doing that. Like, is it just a part of the dark digivice that he can digivolve anything? Maybe. I don't
1: know. I like the idea of him, his dark digivice, being able to overwrite certain things, like being able to just evolve anything he wants to. Standout character. Who was your standout character this time?
0: My standout character was Kylo Ken.
1: I picked Ken as well. I like all of his stuff this episode with the experimenting and as we said earlier, it kind of really makes sense for his character uh, how he was defeated by evolution, basically, and he's that intelligent he's like i won't even let the laws of nature of this world stop me from doing what i need to do so he somehow managed to evolve Ogumon into literally new evolution line metal graymon isn't the same as the other one because this one's the virus type as opposed to the vaccine type that he normally is
0: He's just taken the Digimon. That's something that the villains haven't really done before, where they've just straight up taken the Digimon.
1: I would have liked seeing other Digimon get taken and have their own evolutions.
0: Ah, uh, but then they'd probably lose.
1: Because they've got, like, the black version of Garurumon, Were Garurumon, and Metal Garurumon they could have used. And
0: they've got
1: Sabermon, Birdamon's, like, virus form.
0: Saberdramon.
1: Saberdamon.
0: That's how I say it.
1: Fair enough. They had opportunities to do it with other Digimon, but they didn't, which I'm a bit gutted
0: by. It's just like Blackware Wyrgurumon. That's an easy one.
1: What was your favourite thing this time?
0: Wyrmon, because he's quite an interesting character, really. He's very clearly abused by Ken, but he's still sticking around and trying to help Ken.
1: He actively sabotaged Ken's plans just so he can be like, oh no, that happened, guess I better step in and be the one that you focus your attention on, even though it's bad attention. He's not working with Argumon, he's using Argumon as an implement to achieve his goals. But Wurman sees that and instead of being like, oh, I could work with him. He's like, I'd rather Ken experiment on me and hurt me to achieve his goals than anybody else because he's that damaged and abused. Bless him.
0: It's not a very healthy tamer Digimon partner dynamic at the moment.
1: My favourite thing is the virus Metal MetalGreymon just because it's so intimidating because we've never seen it before. We've seen SkullGreymon before, but this surpasses SkullGreymon and it's this new thing that Ken's done and outside of the show it's like we know it's a virus type and everything but the first time we saw metal Mon it was such a big thing because it was defeating ataman and them going to the human world it's such a big important moment and this is the first time we get to see something like that but it's not that it's different it looks evil and it's not wild it's controlled ken has full control over it and it just shows us the fruits of, of, of ken's labors this episode it's really cool i like it filler or not
0: I would say that it's not filler. Yeah, same. Because it's just plot progression.
1: Well, we get Ken's experiments and his research. Like, we get that completed, which results in the dark spiral. And we get to see, in the last episode where he had Skull Greymon on it, it failed and everything, we get to see that progress and we get to see, this is what I wanted in the end, which is is dark metal Greymon. Overall thoughts?
0: It's kind of like half and half, whether it was good or bad.
1: I'm the same, actually.
0: Like, there's a lot of good things about the episode with Ken and then there's lots of bad things with all the jokes and Yole just being pushed completely to one side.
1: The episode was okay apart from the writing which was so poor this time. Like, there's a line that Ty says at the end, which is, uh, the next time we see Ken, we will have to fight our friend, Ogumon. It's like, why are you calling him your friend, Ogumon? We all know who he is. You don't need to say that he's our friend. And it's just poor writing. And then there's the, the washing out of, of Yoli's little moments that all disappeared for the sake of glasses puns. Did you know she has glasses and they must be cleaned? Also, Davis has to look at himself in the mirror for an hour, even though he's not a vain person.
0: And Cody is very angry.
1: Cody was angry.
0: He makes me so mad. I am a child and I will throw a stick at him. And Kari and TK are just
1: there. They're so background characters now.
0: Most of the time when they speak, it's just saying stuff that's happening on screen.
1: Jokes. They say jokes.
0: Look at Davis. He has a dumb face.
1: Cool. Anything else for this episode
0: or shall we move on to the Pokemon one? I think we can move on to the Pokemon. (laughs) Next up is the to Rescue.
1: We get told at the start of the episode, by the narrator that they're on their way to Violet City. We've had 10 episodes and nine of those have been filler and we've learned nothing and we've done nothing. Nothing's happened. Thanks for reminding me, narrator. Thank you so much. This is exactly what I wanted to listen to. So we know we're not going to be in Violet City today because they're not in it because they will start an episode in the city. They never just get to a city. No. So then we get this little exchange where Brock says he's cold and Misty's like, there's snow on that mountain. And Ash is like, it looks like winter over there. Maybe we can go see if we can go skiing. (laughs) Why?
0: Skiing is fun.
1: Okay, but this is not going to do Pokemon.
0: Skiing is fun.
1: This isn't being a Pokemon master.
0: Skiing is fun.
1: And then Ash is like, forget the skiing. I found something better and points at a Chikorita that's sunbathing, even though it's freezing
0: cold. You can bathe in the sun if the sun is out on a cold day.
1: Chikorita is a grass type. Guess what's strong against grass types? Ice and ice types,
0: like the cold. Oh no. Oh no, dear me. <laughs> I, I don't care. So they see the Chikorita. They see a vaguely Chikorita-like blob in the distance.
1: And then we get a flashback to that girl. I literally wrote that girl because I forgot her name.
0: Casey, maybe?
1: Maybe. She's the one with the Chikorito.
0: And the baseball obsession.
1: We saw her like eight episodes ago, and the the flashback lasted too long and all we saw was her fight a ratata.
0: She had a chikorita. That one
1: time we saw a chikorita. Let's show you it again.
0: But with some white lines around the edges, so you know it's a flashback.
1: So Misty wonders if it's a wild chikorita, and Ash says, Yeah, probably. Like he's got no idea, but he's gonna try and fight it anyway. It's his. And then he he runs up to it and he starts yelling, this belongs to anyone, I'm gonna take it. So it's on you if you don't catch it, because I'm gonna take it. This is my chicorita now. And then proceeds to not catch the Chikorita. Stevie, did you know that he can't catch the Chikorita?
0: Can he not catch the Chikorita, Sam?
1: What's the one thing Ash wants to go and do? He didn't catch them all. He had a battle and then realised he'd hurt the Pokemon he's trying to catch. And it's like, oh no, I did the thing I'm supposed to do better make an episode about it just okay so he sends out Bulbasaur for some reason
0: I think it's good that he sends out Bulbasaur for once
1: remember that Bulbasaur he uses every episode meet its new replacement
0: this is Chikorita version 0.1 yeah
1: so we're gonna sit this is basically like the old Pokemon and it's the new one now it's better than Bulbasaur
0: let's watch Bulbasaur retire
1: (laughs) yeah so we see I use Razor Leaf and Bulbasaur cuts it up with its own Razor Leaves. Then Chikorita uses Vine Whip and hits it in the head once. And it's like, no, so defeated. Oh my goodness. What can we do? I love it, Sam.
0: It's great. Because then Bulba says Bulbasaur, because he's saw, And I love it. Even Pokemon make puns. And then Ash sends out Charizard. <laughs> Which is only slight overkill.
1: <laughs> it's not overkill, is it? Because for some reason, it can use its vines to pull a charizard which is a couple hundred pounds onto its back even though chikorita itself weighs so little it wouldn't be able to do that
0: it's a strong chikorita
1: he says for charizard to use its flamethrower but instead it flies at it and then it wraps its vines around its neck and then they both get pulled into a wall that's suddenly behind them even though it wasn't behind them you see them walking up a mountain they are not near a wall or a pile of rocks but then they start fighting and then it's flying slightly and then it hits a wall and they both hit a wall that's how they're defeated they hit a wall at not a fast speed he was not going really fast he did not gotta go fast but apparently slightly hitting a wall causes them both to be so very injured Charizard was so very injured by a stationary object. Yeah, they get defeated by a stationary wall and he (laughs) recalls Charizard and then Chikorita's hurt and Ash is like, oh no, the Chikorita I was beating up is hurt. Very good, take it to a Pokemon Center. He doesn't sing it. He doesn't catch the Pokemon. You fight a Pokemon, throw a ball at it and catch it. He's weakened it. Does he catch it? No, no, we're gonna take it to a Pokemon
0: Center to make sure it's okay. He's too busy feeling guilty about beating up the Pokemon that he was beating up. (laughs) Oh no, I tried to hurt the Pokemon, and then I hurt the Pokemon. (laughs) Oh no!
1: And then they're running to a Pokemon centre and Chikorita hurts Ash and Ash is like, hey, take it easy, I'm trying to help. It's like, no, you caused all of this. It was sunbathing and then you attacked it. It's like someone comes into your house now and beats you up. And they're like, oh no, Steve is bleeding. And they put them in the back of a car and go to hospital and you're like getting angry at them. Whoa, calm down, mate. We're trying to help you. We're taking you to hospital. So it's like, I'm going to hospital because you beat me up. This is an episode about Stockholm Syndrome. Ash abuses a Pokemon enough that it can't leave him alone anymore.
0: He could have just thrown the Pokeball.
1: <laughs> he could have. It t- throw the Pokeball. Caught. Done. Dungeon rings next episode let's get to violet city now what we're gonna do is we're gonna have this really thin plot of team rocket saw that a chikorita could win in a fight now team rocket want one guess we're gonna take that one so they go to the hospital they're talking to nurse joy and then she's saying how all the chikorita around here are really powerful and they like to stand up to fights even though they won't win which means there are other chikorita out there team rocket could go and catch other chikorita but i guess they want this one
0: For some reason, they seem to think stealing Pokemon is easier than catching Pokemon, even though they've never successfully stolen a Pokemon.
1: I'm sure there's an episode where there is a wild Pokemon and they try and catch it and Ash and are like, you leave that Pokemon alone. That's what you do when you catch a Pokemon, but they can't have it because Ash wants it. So yeah, they're all talking to Nurse Joy and then they were like, heal my Pokemon. No, heal my Pokemon. It's like, okay, she can do them. That's what they do. But apparently one nurse in the entire center. It's great. And it's free, I guess. Free healthcare in this pokemon land
0: well there's free healthcare for the pokemon i don't know if there is for the people
1: oh no they're super expensive medical
0: bills like just don't get sick
1: so then an ambulance turns up and people rush out with a gurney and they take Chikorita saying that they're from an emergency ward and Chikorita is in critical condition. At no point were well, they stopped. Like there's no security or anything in the Pokemon Center. You can just walk in and grab a Pokemon and run away. And Nurse Joy's like, wait, well, where are you from you mysterious strangers who are stealing Pokemon? She just wasn't 100% comfortable with them taking the Pokemon. So they reveal themselves as a Team Rocket instead of driving off. So they get to do the motto, oh no, these people were Team Rocket, and then they drive off with Weezing using smog or smokescreen. Ash runs off after them, and then they're driving up a hill, and Ash is like, if I just get up that hill before them, I can get in front of them. That's not how it works, Ash. They're driving like 40, 50 miles an hour. You can run at five. But no, he manages to get ahead of them, and then jumps onto the roof of the van without Team Rocket noticing also we find out that ash took off so fast he didn't take any of his pokemon like he didn't give them to nurse joy he was literally saying heal my pokemon so he should have just had them because immediately after he was saying to heal them team rocket appeared and took figurita
0: He left behind his Pokemon and he left behind his side characters.
1: So it cuts to Ash and Pikachu looking into Team Rocket's hideout because apparently they've managed to get a cabin in the woods. They're talking to Chikorita and they make an offer for it to join Team Rocket and they want Chikorita to sign some sort of contract binding them to the team. And then Ash does this weird version of the motto where Team Rocket join in a little bit and I was like, eh, it's okay. We've had this sort of thing before but this isn't as good.
0: No, I just like how Ash starts the motto off but then Team Rocket carry on halfway through it from the inside.
1: So then they break in and they try and save chikorita pikachu runs away with chikorita but meowth picks up a button from somewhere and presses it and it manages to capture them both with weird bindings and then ash runs out to help them and he gets kidnapped as well and then we find out that the bindings are just connected to each other they're not grounded to anything only three ropes this specifically was designed to catch three people
0: it could have just been more and ash is just big enough to pull it out of the ground
1: it just seems so weird that it's so convenient that they can now escape with these things wrapped around them. So they fall down a hillside, get to do a snowball, and then Team Rocket have a snowmobile now apparently, but they're going past and they don't see the snowball with Ash and the other two in. They set off to go back to the others, but Chikorita runs away. It begins to snow, so Ash and Pikachu find a cave to stay in. Ash decides that he needs to go and find Chikorita because he had a flashback to their battle. That happened at the start of the episode, maybe ten minutes ago.
0: So many flashbacks.
1: Yeah, there are two flashbacks of Chikoritas in this episode. But like, I think Ash was like, oh Chikorita got away. I should have caught it. I'm gonna go out and find my new friend. It's like that's not what you're doing, Ash. You're gonna go and find the Pokemon which you failed to capture. So he runs off to find Chikorita and tells Pikachu to stay in the cave because why? What does Pikachu staying in the cave
0: do? It was in case Brock and Misty looked for them, apparently.
1: Wouldn't it be easier to find them both together than each one separately? Because if they find Pikachu, Pikachu doesn't know where Ash is going. So it wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, Ash is also here somewhere. Like, it doesn't help. I don't know. Ash
0: isn't clever.
1: So he finds Chikorita, who's just stood in the middle of nowhere. And then some happy friend music plays. It's like, why is this playing? They're not friends ash tried to beat up chikorita and then catch it but didn't catch it like this is not oh my gosh yay they found their friends they're not friends pokemon but i guess we have to believe that they're friends ash brings her back to the cave they huddle up and sleep which we've seen before with ash huddling up to pokemon in the snow the next morning ash and co exit the cave and team rocket just stood there like why didn't they sneak in and take the the pokemon whilst they were sleeping well they just stood outside the cave for like two hours waiting for him to wake up i have questions so then they have this machine that throws snowballs, which is cool, I guess. They could have just had something that fires nets.
0: They've done nets before.
1: Yeah, but they seem to be more effective than snow. So Shikarita just kind of hits the machine with vine whip, like just once on each side, hits their little shooters, and it breaks because that's what happens when you get lightly hit something.
0: To be fair, she can tip a Charizard over, so those vines are pretty strong. <laughs>
1: You know that Chikorita's not going to be the strong next episode. Maybe not. They're going to have an excuse to get rid of Bulbasaur, which will probably be in the next episode, and then Chikorita will be the Bulbasaur to come out and use Vine Whip once in a while. So yeah the machine breaks and then Pikachu shocks them and they blast off and the, this ending feels really rushed like Misty and Brock and Nurse Joy find them and then they're, it just cuts to Ash and co saying goodbye to Nurse Joy and Chikorita they're like okay bye and then Chikorita's like no I want to come with you and is following Ash oh yeah I got Chikorita it's like but why 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 did all this happen Stevie why did this episode happen Chikorita If he had just caught Chikorita when Chikorita was defeated, like he's supposed to do, he could have moved on and we could be at Pilot City by now. But instead we had an episode about a Chikorita. The second episode about a Chikorita we've had in ten episodes.
0: At least this one didn't have baseball references all over the place. No, it just had snow. But that's fitting because it's Christmas for us not the episode i'm still willing to give it points for coincidences i'm not because we've had this plot happen before okay any more notes on this episode Some of the faces look really stupid, with wonky eyes. Mainly, like, right at the beginning of the episode, Ash's eyes just look broken, and at the end of the episode, Jesse has a really stupid face when Meowth's, like, loading up the snowballs. Like, her lips are at a diagonal.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's really weird.
1: Who was your favourite character?
0: My standout character was Chikorita. Why? Because nobody else stood out.
1: Oh, I got Charizard because everything else is bad. even Charizard was bad Charizard got beaten by a grass type because apparently it flew but Chikorita was heavy enough to pull it off course enough for it to fly into a wall and that wall which wasn't there which is now there was enough to knock them both out to cause enough damage to Chikorita that Chikorita has to go to a Pokemon Center now I guarantee a flamethrower would have done more damage than a wall but somehow this is enough for Ash to be like Pokemon Center time for it now
0: no you were going to set it on fire it would have died. It would have died. It would have just burnt. We saw what happened to those leaves. I have complaints. What was your favourite thing? My favourite thing was that the Chikorita says like, Chiku, Chiku, Chiku. And that sounds like, Kuchi, 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 which I find adorable. Because she's like, Chiku, Kuchi, uh,
1: My favourite thing was Charizard, because we saw Charizard. It's an orange dragon, and you like orange. Remember how Charizard's his strongest Pokemon? but we don't get to see it that often because he's
0: got to use Bulbasaur for everything. We see Charizard all the time. It's just Charizard's rubbish because he doesn't follow orders. He does now. Kind of. Filler or not filler? Not filler because he got a Chikorita.
1: I say it's absolutely filler with just the tiniest bit of plot.
0: Well, it's the same level of quality as the Heracross episode was. So it's it still passes as not filler because that one did.
1: It's not filler, but it's stretched out not filler because he could have just caught Chikorita at the start and then we wouldn't have had all of the other stuff.
0: Ash likes befriending his Pokemon rather than catching them, but it just makes the episodes really long and not like the games at all. Overall thoughts? It's very bleh. It's bland filler. It's bland and meh. It's bleh.
1: Everything about this episode didn't really make sense. So this Chikorita is able to defeat a Bulbasaur and also a Charizard, but then can succumb to just a rock face like both of them are just defeated by a rock face that they fly into and then the entire plot just happens around just like team rocket steal the cheerleader and it's not it's not amazing like nothing amazing happens in this episode and then they have to have this oh it's now snowy i guess that they have to get into a cave and stay there the night like why what's this prove like doesn't do anything oh chikorita's running away oh no goodbye forever chikorita but no i'm gonna go save the chikorita and then we're playing that we'll be together why why this is the poke this all of this is happening this Chikorita's is gonna die in the snow because you couldn't catch it you decided to catch it and then didn't follow through ash this is why it's happening is going to die and it's on your head don't be all like yay friends chikorita's like yay i'm not going to die that's why chikorita's happy Yay! Warmth! Warmth in this place where I will perish. <laughs> and then it gets Stockholm Syndrome because Ash is its abuser and it, it can't be it left alone anymore. So it's like, I want to come with you because I don't know what life is anymore. And that's the episode. Basically, yeah, he just tortured it.
0: Now it's time for Mono way Mono, where we talk. Well, you do, do the The episodes. Where we attempt to compare these episodes and I attempt. To talk in English.
1: Okay, so what mons were new to us this time? I guess you could say blue metal grey mon. That's the only one I've got. And that's it. It's just a recolour of something we already have. That's it. It looks cool. I think it looks cooler than regular one. This one looks more like it's dying because of cyborg stuff.
0: Yeah, it looks less hero
1: What was your monster of the week?
0: Hello? I'm
1: thinking. Oh. I forgot to fill in my mono notes. Oh okay. Uh, well, mine was Metal Graymon Virus Form because it's it looks cool. It's an evil version of something we know.
0: Pretty much. I'm gonna say that mine is Wormmon. No, actually, no. I'm changing my mind. I'm saying Bulbasaur. Uh, why? Because it's probably the last time we'll ever see Bulbasaur, and it's probably like the only time it made sense to send him out because he didn't actually want to kill the Chikorita with the super effective Pokemon until he then sent out Charizard because he's a fool.
1: I could have just used Pikachu because Pikachu's strong and can beat stuff, but I guess that doesn't need to happen.
0: Pikachu is reserved solely for thunderbolting at the end of the episode to blast off Team Rocket.
1: Who was worse, Ash or Davis?
0: I'm going to say Davis. Why? Because he had a dumb face.
1: (laughs) Okay. I was thinking about this and I... Weighed up between two things one davis spent an hour looking in the mirror and postponing the going to the digital world or ash not catching chikorita and i say ash was worse because his entire prerogative is to catch them all that's that's the motto of the game and the movie and or the show it's catch them all and then he couldn't do the one thing he set out then when he was going to catch chikorita to battle the chikorita and then catch it. He battled it, and then he didn't catch it. Davis having a one-hour haircut is not him, that's the dub, and that's not even the worst joke of the episode. The worst joke of the episode is then taking Yoli's stuff away. So Davis wasn't really bad, it's just they gave him a bad joke. He never actively acted in a bad way, but Ash had the one thing he's supposed to do and couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, and he also had a dumb face at one point. So yeah, Ash was worse this time.
1: He beat up a Pokemon enough to catch it that didn't catch it and then wanted to go and heal it. And then, yeah, all of this happened. And then he let the Pokemon go and then he was like, no, I'm going to come save it now. And we're supposed to be all like, oh my God, yay, when that happens instead of being like, oh my God, why? Okay, which storyline did you prefer?
0: I mean, Digimons, you kind of have to go with it because Pokemon's was nonsensical. Chikorita just started liking Ash for no reason.
1: It also had Ken stuff, and Ken's stuff is really interesting now. Now he's gone full villain. We saw him experimenting and literally doing stuff that made sense for his character, and then progressing the plot further with that, as opposed to what Ash did, which is going against his character and doing nothing for the plot
0: at all. At least he got creature in the end, even if we never saw the actual ball capture thing. Yeah, I suppose...
1: And I know the next episode it'll start with Chikorita walking somewhere and the narrator will be like, Ash is on his way to Violet City with his new Chikorita. Then Chikorita will be used once in the episode, go and the Pokeball Bulbasaur will be like, oh no, bye Bulbasaur. And then that's it. That'll be the next episode.
0: We'll find out, won't we?
1: Any similarities?
0: Monsters were captured, I guess.
1: I suppose, yeah. We saw different versions of things we've seen before. And by that, I mean a Chikorita, but this one's a wild version, and a Metal Greymon, and this is a virus version. We've seen these things before, but these are slightly different versions. Even though the Chikorita is more of a matter of ownership, and then the Greymon, Metal Greymon's more of a matter of alignment.
0: I did like how Ash called out to check that it wasn't owned by anyone, though.
1: I didn't think he was going to do that.
0: It was funny.
1: I also wrote the writing in these episodes is weaker than they usually would be. Yeah. Like, noticeably weaker. They just didn't feel like they were hitting their best with the actual dialogue itself, not necessarily the plots. I mean, Pokemon's plot was bad, but, like, even the writing itself was a little bit like, "Here, my Pokemon, no, here, my Pokemon. She can do them both. It's a job.
0: They were both just pretty subpar episodes.
1: Any differences?
0: And... Digimon was better.
1: I've got that there were several simultaneous plots going on in Digimon. Like they had the little Yoli bit, which I wish they had kept in. But instead we got this weird bit where she just felt a bit bad. And then we've got Ken experimenting in Wormon. Like we've got so many more layers to it. Like Pokemon is, catch a Pokemon, can't do it team market attack like there's nothing new there with digimon it, it's yo lee's got problems one has got problems ken's trying to solve his problems with evil there's a lot of emotions in this episode of digimon but then they decided to take some of those emotions take them out and put in some jokes i don't know if i've said it before but i would absolutely love a redub of adventure and O2 where they take out the jokes and make it a little bit more serious i think it would do really well We don't need Yoli cleaning her glasses for hours and and standing looking at yourself in the mirror. We don't need that. We need, like, Yoli having a personal crisis of confidence and being like, I don't know if I'm good enough for the team. And we have, I can't remember 100% what Davis was doing at the start, but I think they were just talking.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of just talking in Adventure.
1: I don't even think they were late. I think they were just, like, came up and then they're like, is everyone ready to go? And it was like, oh, we need to find where Yoli is. But instead they had to be all like, Davis is looking at himself in the mirror for an hour. Which also begs the question, does that mean TK and Kari just stood there and watched him for an hour looking at himself in the mirror?
0: It doesn't make much sense. It doesn't.
1: Who do you think deserves the point? Digimon. I agree.
0: I've kind of gone over why Pokemon was just very blase.
1: I'm not going to give Pokemon a point until they get to Violet City. They need to fight the gym leader.
0: That's harsh.
1: It's not. That's the next step in the plot. We've literally were told at the start, go and fight the gym leaders. You can go to the Johto challenge and Ash like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. And he hasn't. We're 10 episodes in and he hasn't even got the first one. Going by this logic, that means we'll have 80 episodes. And let's say that it's every 10th episode he goes and fights the gym. That means that in 80 episodes, 10% of the episodes are actual episodes. And then there's 70 episodes of filler. Just... By going what evidence we've got so far. I know it won't exactly be that but imagine having over a season of Digimon where you don't have to watch it because it doesn't affect the story.
0: So far we've got seven filler Pokémon episodes and three Digimon filler episodes.
1: What are the three non-filler Pokémon episodes?
0: The three non-filler ones is the first one because that's when they get to Johto, the third one because he catches a Heracross, and the 10th one because he catches a Chikorita those are barely not filler it's not
1: progress the plot it's just we need to change them a little bit let's give him a new Pokemon that's not amazing that's just like yeah okay that's not a big part of the story it feels so like it's just the vamping until they get the main act out which is the gym leader battles and this first gym leader battle I'm telling you now better be amazing and he better wipe the floor with Faulkner because it's a flying person and he has Pikachu literally the flagship Pokemon literally the strongest Pokemon he has if so, Something goes wrong or he can't use Pikachu I'm gonna be so upset because and then it'll be Chikorita and little Chikorita will use vine whip and hit a hoot hoot and it'll fall to the floor and they'll be like yeah I got the badge because it's the best or he doesn't win like if he doesn't win in a battle and he like helps Faulkner host a jamboree with his friends and then gets given the badge I'm gonna be so upset because this is 10 episodes 10 episodes since we were told that he needs to go and do the gym challenge and he's like yeah I'm gonna go do it has he got to Cherry Grove City yet
0: I don't know.
1: Because that's the city before you get to Violet City. And I feel like I'm scared that he hasn't got to there yet and they're going to do an episode about it. Because if they do an episode about it, that means he's not even halfway.
0: I'm looking for episode titles that might be gym battles, but I can't see anything. Oh my God. (laughs) Episode titles can be obscure as to what they're actually about. And then you just get ones that are like the Chikorita Rescue, where he rescues Chikorita.
1: Is there anything about flying?
0: Fighting flyer with fire. I'm scared to ask when that is. Do you want to know which episode it is? I don't want
1: to know because I'll get mad.
0: Well, you'll find out like the episode before it comes up basically because of how we do the outros.
1: But I do know that he's going to use Charizard to fight Faulkner. Yeah. To which I say, why he has Pikachu? I'm so angry at Pokemon. Join us again next time where we'll be watching the 11th episodes.
0: Once in a Blue Moon and Storm of Friendship.
1: Storm of Friendship? They haven't got Ranger yet?
0: No. Have you not noticed or we've not had that one yet?
1: I assume they did at some point. Also, Once in a Blue Moon. Okay,
0: um, Clefairy, maybe? It might be Suicune. That would be my guess, because I can't think of what else it could be.
1: You can find more of us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher, where we're, like, getting reviews and comments. Yes, thanks, one sec. <laughs> and you can message us via our Facebook, Twitter, with the World Thread, and email, which are all linked in the show notes.
0: We also have a YouTube and Discord, which are mentioned in the updated cheat sheet that Sam doesn't use.
1: Can you send it to me again then, please? Just so I can start
0: writing on it. I will. And let us know your thoughts so that we can talk about it in the next Admon episode. Thanks for listening. Binx is headbutting the microphone. Binx, no. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Stuntler. Oh, mm, what lovely, lovely noises! Sound.
1: Lovely noises for people to listen oh, to.
0: Ah, they're gonna love that. Mm. That won't gross them out. Some ASMR for them. Mm. Oh, that's good. <sighs> that's some good slurping noises.
1: Today we are talking about in this ASMR video. We're going to be talking about the Pokemon light, the Pokemon that make us feel happy.
0: Why do you sound like you're on the verge of just exploding? <laughs> With tears or anger? Just with the rage. Oh, I'm always like, like that. you're just holding it back and suppressing I'm just it. just
1: holding back the rage, the hellfire inferno inside my heart. Just holding it back ever so slightly. I could, you're scaring I could ex- me. I could explode at any moment. I could get
0: so angry, but I won't. This is very uncomfortable. Good. I hope it is. Please
1: stop. <laughs> oh. Sorry about the slurping. I'll try and not do that. Oh my god. Okay, this is a tangent. I'm sorry for you editing this later on. Already, long. I, need, I need to send you something. Just send it's it. It's an in the advert Discord. for contact lenses. But it's so funny. Why are they even called contact lenses? Because they make contact with the eye. It's... My brand. Right there. Whoa. I'm gonna send you something, and you have to watch it because it's just the the worst joke. <sighs> look, look with your special eyes.
0: I don't. why are you sending it me? Um slack I have to
1: go (laughs) It's just
0: great. I'm watching it now.
1: They won't have my brand. I have special eyes. This is a real advert they made.
0: (laughs) What? I don't understand. I have special eyes. I'm watching that again.
1: Look, look with your special eyes. My brand
0: overly dramatic drama temptation. It's
1: just so... I don't know. My brand. <laughs> my brand. Uh, I think I've just got Christmas burnout and I just hope you're ready for this uh, burned out shell of a person. It's this is going
0: to of... be the worst episode we've ever done.
1: Uh, my brand. <laughs> look. Look with your special eyes. <laughs>
0: There's some dumb things on the internet and I love them. Uh. (laughs) Hello, Binks. Hello. Oh, kitty.
1: She's putting weight on. We're feeding her all the time and stuff. She's also got infected gums and teeth, and her teeth are falling out because she's so old. She's like 20. That's an old cat. She is old. Yes. So, yeah, they get defeated by a stationary wall. (laughs) And
0: uh, And Binks doesn't like that. Kenneth. Kylo Ken.
1: Ken Kenjumin kennethy Ken Grimm uh Comantha uh, Ken
0: Kenobi. I'm trying to think of other Bens that are famous Uncle Ken's rice, Uncle Ken just from Spider-Man <laughs>
1: um but yeah no like like Di one had the more Ken interesting Ten. stuff okay
0: <laughs> I think that's enough. I think yeah, Kylo Ken is still the best one because mm. he's an edgelord